So I presume this is the official ice tray greeting party. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. Let's see where this goes. Um, Ice Tray, we didn't hear you come in. Jeffrey, did you leave the door open? Well, no. Well, then I guess we must have left it unlocked. Well, no. <laughs> Still got it, man. Hi, I'm Vivian Will's aunt. Will, why don't you oh. introduce Ice Tray to your family? I'm oh, sorry. This is my little cousin, Ashley. Hi. This is my bodyguard, Jeffrey. <laughs> All of this is my Uncle Phil. Remember we used to say that Daffy Duck must have a little brother somewhere? <laughs> Meet my cousin Carlton. So you're also a disadvantaged inner-city youth, I hear. Yeah, man, what's with him? It's a tan. <laughs> hey, y'all, what's up? We back again with another episode. This is Prince of Fresh Podcast, a Carefree Black Nerd Bel Air Review. I am your co-host, Rain Coleman, coming at you for the second time, but the sixth episode. Fifth? Sixth? Fifth. There we go. And um, I have with me today, like I will for the rest of this damn program, what's up, co-host? Hi, everybody. I'm Cole Jackson, and I made it back. I'm, I'm excited, man. This is a great <laughs> show. Thank you. Thank Whoa. you for... Uh, letting everybody know that I am the co-host, and no, I'm not in some kind of gallery gliding through trying to talk about you. <laughs> Yo, actually, y'all calls over here with a pea coat on, of uh, a uh, 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 ankle length pea coat with a bottle of wine, and uh, what is that? An easel behind you? No, <laughs> bro. Can't wait to. All right, y'all. So we go ahead. Go I was ahead. Say, I can't wait to get to that. Yes. Point. Nigga. Okay, so we are um, on episode five, season one, episode five, PA to LA. Uh, when Will's friend Trey visits, his loyalty to Philly is put into test. Into test? Hmm, to test. The Banks family supports Hillary by hosting an influencer event. All right, y'all. Use that hashtag POFPOD when you're listening to this podcast. Um, when you're live tweeting, share your thoughts. If you agree, you disagree with anything we say, put it in the hashtag. Let this be a conversation. Cole. Before we go forward, before we go forward, <laughs> uh, this is the first time uh, that we're doing an actual real episode that we ain't covering four episodes. So before we move bit, forward, bit, bit. do you want to talk about the show first and then talk about some of the stuff that happened this past week with some of the characters? Or do you want to talk or you want to integrate that into the conversation? Um, we can kind of go over the, the show, the general shit, and then be like, you know, now these are the events, the big ticket items that stood out. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a couple of things that happened as far as, um, outside of the show too, that I didn't know if you want. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I, I'm not privy to, then you go ahead and you, you can go on with that. Okay. Then. I know on Twitter, you most definitely had a bit of a rant you wanted. Well, not, I'm not going to say rant. Oh, that. Oh, oh, oh. If we talking about that. Oh, I, nigga. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so, okay. I'll touch on what I seen and you'll touch on some news. This week. So, one of the things that I've seen okay. um, this week that a lot of people may or may not know about. Um, so, the car- um, the the Ali Sholatan 
And hopefully I'm not butchering mm-hmm. his name because if I am, I apologize. Um, so it was a little bit of stuff that happened with him this week where uh, he was getting a ton of people on Twitter was going at him, calling him ugly, um, saying the Whoa. Was ugly, his 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 hairline <laughs> pushed back, and just a ton of um, just a ton of mean spirited comments towards the actor in general, you know. And I thought, I thought the brother um, handled. First of all, slow it down. Um, he is a character on a TV show, and I really think that. And these black folks too, of course. Um, yeah. I think we need to pull back and kind of. We need to. We don't get a lot of shows with black folks on here, people. So let's kind of let's kind of bring it back some. But I thought his tweet to everybody it was very classy, and I'm going to read it real quick. So he says, "Enough is enough. I'm tired. If you're going to hate on Carlton, at least use a pick with him. <laughs> use a pick with more than seven pixels. Here's one in HD, mm-hmm. and you can see the detail in my sweater and a little powder on, uh, on my nose." Um, and he does a high, he posted a high definition picture of him as Carlton Banks, so I think yes. that um, man, we we get something, and I think a lot of times we go real heavy. Now this had been going on for like a whole day. They was going in on on uh, on him all day, just saying, "Yo, he's ugly. He's ugly." Talking about his hairline, and and uh, of course him being a, a dark skin, uh, dark skin kid, or whatever or guy. Y'all gotta chill, man. Like, can we can we chill out <laughs> with some of this stuff, man? I know, I know, it's the internet, and the internet can be the wild, wild west at times. He's an actor, man, mm-hmm. getting uh, getting a a pretty good role uh, in a show that's very good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just thought mm-hmm. that that what he did was was cool as hell. I think that sometimes you have to take some of the things that people throw at you, especially when they when they come at your hairline or your skin tone or just calling them ugly and things of that nature mm-hmm. and, and kind of throw it back. He was just like, he's tough skin. He got tough skin, man. He was just like, if y'all gonna make fun of me, at least do it in HD. So I thought that was dope as hell. Yeah. Well, I actually saw that tweet and didn't realize what it was in reference to. I thought um, Ollie was just being funny because people didn't like the Carlton character. And I reposted. I was like, talk your shit, King. Go ahead. So I didn't even realize what was going on behind the scenes or in social media, which niggas got too much access to everybody. But um, I'm glad to hear that that's, you know, was his take on it. Even if, you know, his feelings was hurt for real or whatever, never let the niggas see you sweat. But uh, damn, that's fucked up. Because let me tell you something. Ollie, all bullshit aside, is far from ugly. Now, he might not be your cup of tea, but looking at this nigga features, smooth skin, rich, dark skin, clear skin. Nah, this nigga is not ugly. I'm, um, like I'm trying to get some clear skin out here. Man, say, this nigga, like, this is, I don't know, like, fucking, I don't know, I want to compare people to food and say cake, but, like, the nigga got pretty skin, goddammit. And honestly, like, Again, all bullshit aside, if we're looking at the banks collectively, he actually looks like he'd be related to Adrian. They look relate like they look like a family. This was I excellent think casting. That's what the casting director was going for when they cast the family. Go figure, right? I'm saying right, you know, like, this shit is weird, it's my, but I am going to start a whatever I need to start. <laughs> to be Will Smith's dad on this show. 
Get the hell out of here, Nick. I'm gonna sign it though. Start a petition. I'm gonna, I need everybody who listens to this show hey. to sign my petition to get Terrence Howard to be hey. Smith's dad. And yeah, we gotta and, the same. And I'll yep. go over the reasons why later on when we go over the show. So okay, cool, cool. Yeah, y'all see how uh, uh, Will and Carlton put their differences aside in episode four, four to sign them petitions. Get them, get them ballots. Yeah, do that. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't know about that. That's fucked up. Well, thanks for bringing up the the backstory because I would have never yeah, known. I seen that. Um, I seen that you put it up there, but I I, I figured you know, mm-hmm. content content. Yeah, I, shit. Nah. And I thought it was really Mm-mm. it was really messed up. Yeah, very, very. Um, and this dude's a young dude. Like, yeah, he's a grown man, but this nigga's twenty three. Like, come on, this ain't something. whatever. Well, it don't I, matter. No matter I what think, age you I are. Think one of the things that I said on online on Twitter earlier this week, and it really, I don't even want to go into what I tweeted about, but what I did, one of the something that I asked was, "Where's the line? Like, we got to kind of are, are, are yeah. we rooting for black people, or are we are we hating against them, hating on them when they get to a certain mm-hmm. so." I need, yeah. I need to help me with this line because either we're going we gonna to root for everybody black or we're going to hate on people for where they are. That's all. Yeah, which is weird. Very weird. And my thing is, like you said, I, I don't think he's above critique, but like the character, you wouldn't know about this nigga, not for real, for real, without this character, Carlton. That's no slight against him. It's just, you know, everybody else, you learning about I this nigga because of everywhere. Carlton. Oh, hold up. Was I he? I think he was. I, I, I don't have the IMDb. Well, either way, IMDb up right he now, had I to. Think he was. He had to have been a kid. He had to have been like a kid when he did that. Then he wasn't no twenty-three-year-old boy. So it's just like, I don't know, man. This shit is weird. It's weird as fuck, especially when you tease him about some shit. Like I don't know, whatever. It's to each his own. But why? Why do this? You know. Um. So. Shout out to you, Ali. You're you're more than welcome to come on the podcast anytime. Yeah, we, anytime. We love you, man. Say, um, yeah. So that's not the end of the bullshit. Um, like we predicted in episode three, four, three. Mm, three. No, it was, no right. four, three. Yeah, four, four, four. Uh, because it was the skating rink. Yeah. Um, Ashley is possibly queer possibly now i knew this was gonna get some bullshit so for those of you not familiar those of you too young ashley is the youngest child of the banks clan she is 12 years old in the series she was played by tatiana ali in the og series i don't think she was 12 though back then i think she started off maybe a little older i don't know i could be wrong um I, in preparation for this show and just enjoying Bel Air, I was looking at other reviews. Like, okay, what are people saying? What, what's going on? There's one guy on Twitter. I will not uh, post his his handle because you won't get the card yeah, off of me. Yeah, he but, more advertising than, yeah. than what he gets now. At all. And I'm sure the tweet, if you're an active Twitter user, is easy to find or you've already seen it. And his uh, comment was about... Uh, putting the LGBT shit, shoving it down her throat, kids is too young, blah, blah, whatever. To which everyone who responded, who I I would imagine, even people who are not necessarily very pro-LGBT, uh, were like, well, you know, Ashley in the original series definitely went boy crazy 
more times than not. Like she's done it a few times, quite a, a few times that it's memorable with that character. Um, and then I got on YouTube and there's a guy who I, I don't follow him religiously, but like when, when I'm searching for certain things, we, we have a similar taste in shows cause I'll see a review from him. Um, older maybe i don't know We're, we may be about the same age but he was doing his review got to the part about ashley uh because in the in the show in this episode she talked to a person who, who um, identifies as they them which i'm not sure if that person is non-binary because i don't know all the distinctive breakdown but it's clear that that person is in the queer space and the person was explaining to ashley that some people are gay some people are straight some people are bi but it's all up to what you decide and how you decide to define yourself and some people don't like it and some people do but that's valid both sides are valid people don't have to like you and i thought they did a really good job at handling that scene and that character and there's nothing in this series as it pertains to ashley that even remotely touches sex they are talking about identity they are talking about expressing yourself learning the words the verbiage on how to properly articulate how you feel what you are and even within that explanation they made it a point to have ashley state i don't know what i am and i am not i may like girls today i might like boys tomorrow i don't know and i'm not trying to be pigeonholed this is verbatim now pigeonholed into xxx into whatever i made a tweet that some that pretty much said when I look at a review, listen to a podcast, anything about Bel Air, and the topic of Ashley comes up, whenever the host, which is more times than not male, mentions Ashley and her identity, I know to cut this off because I keep hearing what about the kids, this and that. Again, returning to the original series. Ashley had a boyfriend. Ashley was interested in boys. Ashley went on dates with boys. You don't have this same issue. You don't have this same concern. You don't have this same what about the kids when it is two visibly heterosexual children. And even, even, even in the idea that Ashley could possibly be holding hands with another girl, sex should never come into play. They're 12 years old. Ashley is the one character who you will probably never, maybe until she's of age, depending on how long this show runs, currently you won't see her in bed with another person. Her parents, you know, maybe, all everybody on Oakfield's bed watching TV, sexually, there will not be sex affiliated with this character. So, to see this is so fucking disgusting, especially when you... This, to me, feels like the whole critical race theory thing. No, I'm not teaching you that all white people are evil and they, they were slave masters. What I'm teaching you is actual history of shit that happened. In the case of Ashley, nobody's saying Ashley is, she finna be getting in the bed with this other girl and they humping in this. No, we're saying, even in the dialogue... What do you think about identity? Well, you can identify as you like. Oh, well, what about people who don't agree? Well, they're valid as well because they don't agree. Nothing was sexual. The conversation with this adult character at a dinner with the rest of her family was so fucking straightforward. My only concern in that scene, I was like, okay, I like how they're presenting this. I wonder if this is going to come out. And then I was like, well, no, it wouldn't come out right now to the parents because we need to follow Ashley's story without their interference. But the actual content was fucking, 
It was the same shit you would get from a motherfucker at a free clinic, at a fucking uh, high school counselor, a motherfucking queer person who has nieces and nephews. It was basic shit. And to see the backlash as if, oh, you're pushing this LGBT shit onto the kids. We have not seen Ashley at all in the company of one child. It's always been several. She has never been alone with the kid. Even when her and that girl met up at the skating rink and they held hands and they kind of lingered on it maybe a couple seconds longer than to let you know something was up, there were three other children with them. So it's just like... This narrative that you're trying to paint, this idea that, oh, LGBT is poisoning the children, you do understand that we're gay kids, right? You do understand that as a child, if you're heterosexual, you probably had a crush on a girl or a guy, be it a teacher, be it a friend. Like, you think gay people aren't activated until we turn 18? The shit was fucking disgusting, nigga. I'm like, like, are we just sitting here dormant? Like, the very idea that kids get teased for being different is because at that young age, you understand that you are different. As a boy, you might like boys. As a girl, you might like girls. And you're different from what's, quote-unquote, normal that happens in adolescence. Like, she can be... Twi- I don't know, man. I, I'm going to wrap it up because it, I'm going to just be yelling at this point. But it's so sickening to me that when they present... Even the idea of a queer person existing, it's being shot down as this, oh, you're impressioning the children. This is a Peacock app. What child at 12 years old is just on the Peacock app? An app that you would have to pay for to see anything past the first episode. What child on their own is watching this? And even if you're an adult and you don't agree monitor the fucking content that your child consumes. You can tell your kid, this is for the show, this is make-believe, I don't believe in this shit, don't you be gay. You can say whatever the fuck you want, but this isn't influencing children any more than Ashley in the original series being on a date with a boy. Uh, Every time you turn on the TV, commercials, not even TV shows, it's that man and a woman kissing, holding hands, kiss, kiss between, begins with K, Swiffer got couples, and they so like, miss me with that bullshit, and anybody who has those thoughts and feelings, you can just skip through this podcast, I really do not care, it's just sickening that adult men, and women I'm sure out there, are having this weird reaction to a child who is able to have a conversation because for all we know, she's going to end up with a boy and be heterosexual as fuck. But this is shit that happens. Niggas do be like, well, I like Kimberly, but do you, you like, I'll stop there. Cause it's going to, I can rant forever. Uh, I'm going to stop there, but understand the shit is weird. So I, I think a lot of people still live in a, in the nineties. And I think a lot of people still, mm. I, I don't think they understand the evolution of how, it's okay to be uh, questioning what you like and what you don't like, and and have a better understanding about it. Mm-hmm. From my point of view, as a as a heterosexual man, I was looking at it from a standpoint of Ashley has these feelings. She's twelve, going into thirteen, which is prime puberty age. Ashley has questions about, you know, her sexuality, and is it you know I, I like this girl. In what way I think I like her as my girlfriend, or I like her as somebody that I want to mm. be with. I think mm. introducing. The, let me just say this: when they specifically were breaking down the influencers that were coming in, and they said that yes. one influencer or her, uh, it was they and them. I said, 
They I do. Know, mm-hmm. I said, I know where this is going. And I wanted to see yeah. how they handled it. And it was really handled mm-hmm. very well. She asked a, a pretty simple and basic question at the dinner table. And she was just like, hey, like it could be any of these things. But, you know, you go through these different mm-hmm. phases, so on and so forth. I like that. Mm-hmm. And it never came off as pushing an agenda or anything like that. And then when she has the conversation with Hillary, that was really to me, come on to me that was handled I, really well. Nigga. She was like, "Are you surprised?" And she was just like, "I'm surprised that you liking people at this, you know, what I'm saying at this point in your life. Who cares? Hey. I love you. It's gonna be confusing, but hey, it's all good. I love you, no matter what you try to say to the world. I think, I think that." The way they're handling Ashley, first asking somebody who is who who is part of the LGBT community, saying, "Hey, like this mm-hmm. is how I'm feeling," and then that that conversation happens, and then she builds up to having a conversation with Hillary. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. she's working her way up to tell mom and dad, and you know what yeah. I'm saying. But I think mm-hmm. that i love that conversation that her and and hillary and ashley had i thought it was very well handled and i thought it was i thought it was cool nobody pushed any kind of yeah. agenda nobody said hey like you're wrong she was just like you're 12 <laughs> and it why yeah. does it matter <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. she's like you're 12 it don't even matter mm-hmm. it don't matter so i think a lot of people are just stuck in the 90s or something and i don't think that they understand that like we live in a in a world where these kind of things are prevalent because it's i'm not saying this in a bad way but it's okay to be able to have these conversations i think at one point in mm-hmm. time especially in the black community something like something hey. like some type some some of these conversations can be had and it was um one of those things that was looked down upon and then they was going to take you to church to get it uh, blessed out of mm-hmm. or you're gonna be homeless yeah there. and now in 20 it's 2022 guys like the future is here <laughs> and it's a part mm-hmm. of what this is this is it's, it's a part of who we are now in our in our society so i i just feel like people need to just calm down back back chill out you know what i'm saying Stop mm-hmm. listening to bootsy and um kind of get with the times <laughs> So, no, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's it's shit is weird, but I do want to say Akira Akbar, who plays Ashley, I think she's doing a damn good job at playing this character. Like child actor wise, you want to know why? She's because Ashley it. has something to do. Oh, for sure, <laughs> and not wait till she goes to she's college. She's not window dressing it. like. I mean, no disrespect to Tatiana Ali. I think eventually, as soon as it got towards the end of the show, like we started getting mm-hmm. more of Ashley. But in the mm-hmm. first few seasons of Fresh Prince, Ashley was like window dressing, like, "Hey, Will, and and I can mm-hmm. dance, and you're cool, Will, and I like you." Mm-hmm. That was pretty much mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? I think that hey. being able to have um, the Ashley character more than just window dressing and comedy fodder or like mm-hmm. ooh I'm telling on you Carlton like mm-hmm. it works for me so I, I like it yeah. and, I'm, and I'm also kind of disappointed that it's like if this if you're mad about this you haven't really been paying attention to the show 
This show is dealing with a lot the of world. different. Well, yeah, the world as well. Oh well, but no, but yeah, specifically this show is dealing with. <laughs> yeah, people are not getting it, and I'm just like, what are y'all, bro? Because this show is dealing with so I, many different, so lot. many different things, and a it's lot. just like y'all mm-hmm. mad about this, like. Yeah, out of a character who is barely on screen in comparison to everyone else, and but when she is now, she's having a storyline that's heavy enough to matter to leave. A, a, like she doesn't have to be on screen. There was two scenes; she was in there for two scenes, and not even only one of them was centered on her. The other one was like a montage of what? scenes. So, like, bruh, we're, we're not, Ashley we're is not worried about Ashley getting having a singing career. People being mad that she's singing. Let me know at the mall. Like, just... hey, was dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar <laughs> sign. So I don't know, man. The shit is just weird, and I hate that this is where we are. I expected as much. Mm-hmm. But the fact that y'all have proven it when there was nothing explicit. Like, right. that's the thing that's killing me. She held a girl's hand. And then I'm, okay, I'm beat a dead dog. All of this shit they given us, if you had a gave me that in the episode at the skating rink, I still wouldn't agree, but that would make more sense. Why is she holding that little girl hand? But the very fact that you, audience at large, didn't pick that up and understand that's where we were going, that's where it's like you have to understand, you have to at least admit that you're disconnected. Right. I know I don't know shit about sports. So when, when Twitter, sports Twitter go at it, I just try to kick the uh, context clues and keep it moving. But who am I to be like, oh, no, nah, nigga, you wrong. So-and-so lost the Super Bowl. Nigga, you don't know. So, like, with this, they set this shit up already. So if you were really that upset and paying attention, that's the episode you should have been pissed about. Right. Not this one. Right. But, woo, nigga. What a way to start. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think I, I mm-hmm. like being able to hey. talk about some of the stuff that's outside of just the the show because those right. are two main things right. that those are two things that to me I think seems to be a problem sometimes when it comes to to uh, shows like oh mm-hmm. this nigga ugly that's attacking him on Twitter and it's an agenda. Bruh. They're pushing an agenda. So. Yeah. Which is like, nigga, who? Who is pushing it? Because if I'm entitled to money for niggas pushing the LGBT community, I want my check. I want you it. You can't have one. Nigga, I need black. my money. You're, you're, you're black. I mean, you, you black? perhaps you, you may absolutely be. Hey, you're right. Just the disrespect you're, that Carlton's you're getting. A nigga just like but yeah, man. <laughs> Every nigga is a star. LGBT is straight. Every nigga is a star. <laughs> Yo, but shout out to Ali and shout out to uh, Miss Akbar, um, Akira. <sighs> okay, man, we here. We in the very special Trey episode from the six one six fresh. Actually, <laughs> the well, I call it the nineties verse. <laughs> the nineties verse. They actually, they actually okay. took two episodes from the nineties verse and put them in class. Okay, the Trey episode. Yeah, because he wasn't. Oh, oh, it's the Trey episode and the episode where we thought Will was going back to Philly. They smashed those together, yeah. and I was just like, "Okay, smart, okay. smart." And it'd be like a mid-season finale type of deal. This is about mid-season, midway through. That was yeah. smart. Now that was smart. I do want a couple. Are we going? This is yeah. Go ahead. I'll just do points. I'll just do stuff that I seen in the episode. So mm. first things first, we get. Here goes my nerd. 
from the nineties verse, pulling from that, we get a Jackie reference. When he's driving to the home, he mentions Jackie. Mm-hmm. Now, for all of you guys who mm-hmm. don't know, Jackie is the love interest when Will gets to college, who was played by Tyra Banks. And they have their whole little back and forth thing for a little while. So I, I was like, oh, Jackie. I know who Jackie is. Hey. And I was like, oh. So, Come on. And I, I, I actually had a question about that um, last podcast. And oh, oh, mm-hmm. they bring up Jackie. There we go. Like, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm, hey. I'm excited about that. Hey, um, what do you have? Let's just go back and forth. I wanted um, you said what? To, what about yeah, Jackie? Bring up the, the, them referencing Jackie. Okay, uh, Trey mm. in his entirety. Trey to me, and this is where you may say I'm reaching, and I'm fine with that because it could very well be, but Trey and his, how am I going to put this? Trey and his feelings about Will and their union is so good, but it is so toxic. And that's I know that's one of the words that we just kind of throw around these days, but it's very childlike and I like him and I like that confusion that he's bringing to Will because I mean if you're going to be out here and try to be an adult you got to deal with some of the heavier parts of your life and there's a show called The Get Down on Netflix um, where Shameek Moore uh, Justice, I forget Justice's last name and the girl I think her name is Hazila is something, something, um, some names you can't pronounce, kind of foreign. Yeah. Um, and they in the show, Justice and the Girl, my lead, that's her name on the show, they're together. But Shamik plays the kind of best friend who he met doing illegal stuff, and then they form this kind of like love triangle that everybody who's straight who watches it does not see it. Me being queer, I can clearly see these three niggas is in a love triangle. Those are some of the feelings I get watching Trey and Will, and it's not to the extent of the get now, because that shit was like, my lead even was like, nigga, this is my boyfriend, not yours. But there's something in the way that I perceive that, but then I also see on the flip side, there's something very wholesome about these two black boys being able to have this friendship that is fueled with so much emotion. So though that's the way I interpret it, because I am a queer person who's grown up watching mostly heterosexuals on TV, so I've had to be able to interpret certain experiences. This, I can very clearly see, are just two friends dealing with some shit, and it was so heartbreaking. I loved Trey coming in and fucking shit up. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, because I think that... No, no, yeah, but I like fucking up Will's world, like shaking the shit up, with his expectations of Will. He didn't come in like throwing glasses against the table, but we. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to come understand on. when you said fucking shit up. Like I'm like, I, I, I no. I, I, he I did. He bro. did. You don't. You don't see where he coming from so or me. In my notes, because I was. Um, come on. In my notes, because that was the last thing I put on my notes. Because I, I the the end scene reminded me of a friendship that I had with somebody at one point in time. My homeboy. 
mm-hmm. and you just mm-hmm. know that you grow apart and you know that you're not that person mm-hmm. anymore and it do hurt mm-hmm. i've been down that road man where i've had somebody who was like i was super tight with but i couldn't do yeah i couldn't be doing dumb shit no more because i had to i know it's other it was other opportunities and that kind of shit shit hurts and when you have a friend who who you're really close with wants you to be the old you and man like what happened to you dog and it's like man i gotta like move different i can't move like that no more and it it Mm -hmm, hurts because mm -hmm. you when you when you have that conversation you understand that (coughs) y'all your friendship is not going to be as close as it it once was and the thing with will Mm -hmm. was and the way i was looking at it because i had a similar friendship it's like Yo, we always looked out for each other, and I feel like Will most definitely um, knew that that he wasn't gonna have. He knew that that friendship wasn't gonna be there anymore. And I think at, at mm-hmm. one thing that he specifically said that I was like, I, I feel you. Is he was just like, Yo, man, we we've been friends since like my my dad. You know, like whatever happened mm-hmm. with Will's dad. When this comes up in the show, mm-hmm. it's gonna be big because it keeps it's. Yeah. It's a sticking point, and it's an emotional point for Will. Um, Trey, mm-hmm. I think him and Trey was so tight, and he was just like, "Yo, this is like my dude." And the same thing for Trey. Trey was like, "Yo, man, like you sit up here, I'm still broken West Philly, and you're up here in LA living like a life, but we both West Philly is supposed to be the only thing we know." And he's like, "Nah, bro, like yeah. I, I think it's more to it than than just West Philly." Trey knows that he's not going to get that opportunity. He's not mm-hmm. going to be where Willie is currently. And he also knows that he's probably not going to see his best friend anymore. Plus, behind that, mm-hmm. you know, they both looked out for each other. You know what I'm saying? Will goes to jail mm-hmm. for, um, for, you know, the whole thing started because Will was, like, trying to prove a point. Yo, man, we shouldn't be doing this. Let, let them dudes do what they do. Man, nah, man, I can handle this dude. Okay, if we gonna go, I gotta get a gun. Okay, yep. they beat down my homeboy. I gotta pull this gun out because these some real gangsters, and I gotta make sure that these dudes don't kill my friend. In the process, mm-hmm. I go to jail for you. You still get shot because I'm not there. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just a lot of mm-hmm. different events that mm-hmm. happen that's very rocky. He didn't, and, and the thing is, too, Will never had a say-so. All we know is Will gets bailed out of jail, and that nigga is on the first flight to fucking L.A. He don't have no chance to pack. Mm-hmm. He don't have no chance to see his friends. He just gone. Mm-hmm. And for somebody yeah. at that age, which they're 15, 16 years old, that don't, you can't process mm-hmm. that like what an, an adult would be able to process. Like, I get it, dog. Like, they was going to kill you. Mm-hmm. You you don't process yeah. it that way. You just see my best friend abandoned me, and he 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 went to go hide out in a lake in a mansion, and I'm sitting up here hiding out in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Still ducking and dodging. I still mm-hmm. got shot. So it's it's a mm-hmm. lot it's a lot of layers to that. When you say he came up and fucked up his world, I I think I kind of get. What you're he did. That changed my mind. You just proved all my right, points. I, but when I, well, maybe I had to talk it out for me to get understand. Okay. When 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 you say that, I was just like, okay, he came out and he was just like, yo, man, like, hey, like, we're best friends. Like, we're forever going to be best friends. And I think it just tore Will up because he had to make a decision. 
not only with his friendship, yeah. but he had to make a decision about his life. Like he, like he mm-hmm. made that phone call to his mom, and he was just like, you know, I think I'm gonna stay out here. And it broke his mm-hmm. mom's heart, which that's another thing on a whole nother level that I completely understand too. But when he was just like, yo, mm-hmm. you told me like when I'm ready to 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 grab the crown. And he said, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to start making my own thing. And his mom is just like, mm-hmm. it was always, it's always been us. Like, it's always been, we always been the team. And she, he just like, like Will's taking the turn into becoming a man and starting to make his own decisions and understanding it's more to him than just playing basketball. When 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 Aunt Viv and, and uh, Vi was talking about Will, she's like, yeah, he, the coach wanted back like yesterday. She was like, Viv's like he could be a politician, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he mm-hmm. all these other, things yeah. If he stays out here, yeah. he's making impressions on people, and sometimes it's hard for people. It's hard for people to see those that to understand that side of you, especially when you're separated from mm-hmm. them, and they always right. think that you're one thing, but in all actuality, when you get outside of your bubble, you're actually so much more, and it's hard for people mm-hmm. to one understand that and two kind of it makes them feel bad because they didn't really Vi said yeah I know my son does amazing things but she hadn't seen all the stuff that Will's done so far you know what I'm saying right and you know Mm -hmm. I think I think it kind of goes to people being a little bit selfish when it comes to relationships and friendships and it just yep you know what I'm saying Will Will understands and he ain't never he never been around that kind of stuff before. So and, and and he I think he's starting to see that too by being out there and being around the banks. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry I went long, but Yeah. Like is that No, you got the, it. You got the, it. Um, a lot of the things that happen in this show kind of relates to me a little bit. I've been through a couple of these things that come on gone through. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't mm-hmm. never easy. It's never easy. It's very emotional. So Yeah. Um I love it though. I mean, you're not wrong. It, it, when them two niggas was like crying, I was like, "Yeah, yeah like they knew like their friendship ain't gonna be the same, and it sucks." Yeah, yeah, it does. But you know, you gotta grow up, hell. That's why, I, and I and I think that Trey was a little inconsiderate, like, and he represented Will's old life and this severing or not severing this, um, putting a a final or closing that chapter, um. Trey annoyed me this episode because um, I feel like regardless if you're from the hood or whatever, there's certain things that you just know to like not do. And him but having it out for Carlton so hard. Is... Either way, yeah. like you are in a space where I don't care. You're in a space That's where so this ain't. <laughs> was... I don't care. I And I don't he's care. A, I don't care. A, I don't give a, a fuck. High school kid, bro. And I, and I get that, and that's why my... It, I don't care, nigga, fuck him. And my critique is really on Will when it comes to this, because I feel like you coming into a situation where you already are holding a secret with your uncle and your aunt. Well, your uncle mainly, because you're... Whatever. And you know that Carlton is not aware of this shit. You see how Trey is moving. How are you not letting him know, hey, you... We we don't speak about what happened. Like we don't. This ain't. This is a, a closed secret. And I know that might not be the first thing on your mind. No, I know it might not be the first. But you know your people. You know your people, bro. 
But Ray, that happened on a side conversation that he didn't even hear. He didn't even know that Trey said those things. It don't matter. My who, thing like, is who, you. I don't he, know. he he hadn't seen his friend in a minute, so that ain't on his mind when he when you first see your homeboy that you real close with. You ain't thinking about that. you in the situation because of some gun charge? Nah, no, nigga. That, Maybe we different, but that ain't for me. No, I'm I'm because you know your people. If I took you somewhere and you knew that I fucking stabbed somebody, I wouldn't expect you running your mouth. But if I know somebody who it, man, nigga, I can do it. I'm not backing down on this. It don't matter. I don't want any. I don't want you to back down mm -hmm. on anything. I'm just saying, they're nah. kids, bro. Like they're kids. Nah, nah. I'm still, but I mean, I'm, I understand the purpose that he served. I'm not mad at Trey for real, but like I get, it. I'm just like, nigga, you, I don't know, man. It was, it's, it's just, it's weird because I feel like you're in an entirely different space that's so far off the beaten path from what you are used to, or either of you are, that it's like, I don't know. I feel like there should have been a talk about something, even if it wasn't specifically about the gun shit. Like you got to prepare people. Like, if, if I went to visit you and your house was nice, but next door was like a dilapidated house where, like, drug addicts were, you would be like, hey, look, we're going to my house, but, you know, next door, it might get a little loud because blah, blah, blah. Like, the, I don't know. That's just me. But I've visited a lot of folks, and I've had folks come visit me, <laughs> and I'm definitely letting you know what's what so you ain't walking into a surprise. Yeah, man. Like, um, it's still always, something always come out on Thanksgiving. You know oh, what I'm sure. saying? Like it's always a secret that comes out on mm. Thanksgiving, bro. I don't care who you are or what yeah. type. If you're in a black <laughs> family, there is always something that comes out in a holiday and be like, "Well, you know, Will came here because he shot somebody." What? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like that's how households yeah. operate. For and where mm. I'm, where I, what I know, might be different. Okay, no, I, you're right. But somebody is hey. always not they daddy. That ain't your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> your daddy left, this nigga your, said not daddy. Left you <laughs> Twenty years ago, what? <laughs> and you only nineteen, right. nigga. Right. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, always, yeah. Like, that's no, not their roommate. You know what I'm saying? I always tell the story. Hey. came out at Thanksgiving and everybody was like, "What the hell?" So you always oh, find out something. You always find out, something. Always comes out in the wash when. Oh man! And I just feel like yeah, that whole situation was handled. I I understand your frustration, but I also look at it as they're sixteen. Trey's also drunk as fuck when he ain't supposed to be drinking. Which is like, bro. you get what I'm saying? So it's, it's, um, yeah, no, I get that. I'm with it. We agree to disagree, and that's what I love. Yeah. All right. Hey, same ditto, nigga. So what's some some shit that All right. come on, what's you next, nigga? How do you know that this is produced by Will Smith? Dwayne Martin pops up. This is the seat filler all over again. My best friend Dwayne. You want to roll on this show? Can't stay on what? Was he broke? Like, I mean, when your friend is doing the show, you know what I'm saying? You got to get on. Who made the call? Was Dwayne Martin like, hey man, I sure do need some work. Put me on this. Put me on that Bel Air show. I think I'll be good. No, I said, man, why? No. I said, I know. I, I was like, I know you're Will Smith's friend for real because you just pop him in everything that he produced. I, said, I mean, no, hey, man, that's his trade. No, 
Get the fuck out of here, Dwayne. We watched the sequel. You didn't like him? No. You didn't, oh, you didn't like Steven. Go away. <laughs> we watched the sequel. We know y'all are friends. Leave it oh. alone. I did not. Bro. This nigga just can't stay away. And I know he called Will Smith. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, Will. Hey, man. It's me, Dwayne. You know me and Tisha Campbell had a divorce. I need some money, brother. I, Bro, you are I can put you in this show, man. This Bel Air show. It might last two seasons. Man, that'll be great. I can still hoop, Will. I hate you. Go <laughs> you are a hater, bro. What? Oh, my listeners, how do y'all feel about uh, Attorney Steven? <laughs> I feel like he needs to go away. You've had your time. We've seen the sequel. Go away. <laughs> Bro, he has done other shit. What do you mean? Oh, oh my God. You, you are terrible, all bro. All, all of us? Go away. Above the realm? No. I'm talking about it in the Will Smith okay. universe. Because that's, that's what I'm talking about. When he is this in the- <laughs> Go away. Oh, nigga. shit. Go away. Man, With your cheap suits. Go away. Cole is hating on this man. Y'all, let us know. Use that hashtag POF pod. How do you feel about Attorney Steven? He look like a, he do you think like Dwayne a, needs to go away? Like a, uh, Deacon. Go home. No, yeah. No, no, no. Yes. you're Out of all the niggas in suits in this show, he was the most Deacon of them go all. Because that nigga, I didn't even understand who he was when he was first on screen. Even the more they talked. Because when, when Trey and Will came in, then he, I was like, okay. But I was like, what the fuck is this, nigga? <laughs> what the fuck I was is so this? No, when no, I see no. that nigga, I was like, go home, Dwayne. Bro. He, he's hot not shit. All of us. Is... The reboot. This is not that. We know Bro, you and Will Smith are best friends. Go home. Mm-hmm. Get some easy slides see? or something. Go home. Easy slides. Grow up, man. You are terrible, Please bro. No, his suit was terrible. terrible. Oh man! Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how many more episodes he's gonna, gonna be in all the. Re- you know he's gonna be in all the rest of them for the rest of the fucking season. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> I'm surprised he, he I'm might. surprised he stayed away this long. He just a damn well, they fucking said we- menace. Get away! Like we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Isn't not- there a Martin reunion? Go crash. <laughs> Go away. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious. Not a Martin reunion. All of us. It's an all of us reboot. All of us reboot. Hey. <laughs> Y'all go back. This nigga is angry. Well, I mean, because you know. he's had his time. Happens. He had. You, I want to see new actors and actresses in this show. I don't want to see Dwayne Martin. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But I mean. I, okay, when you put it that way. Because I know how he got the job. Hey, hey Will. Oh. Man, I'm sure I'm hurting out here in these streets, brother. How you know Will ain't call him? Brother, I know I got this new show I think you'd be good in. I got say that, with, say that with a straight face. Oh, nigga, I'm... Because you're not serious. Hey, nigga, I got this role that you could play. It's a it's a bit role. It's reoccurring. Stop, stop man. We we could have said that. But no, when you, when you position it like that, like you want all new... Fa- I get it, because I'm looking at the cast list... And yeah, and it, putting it that way, I'm with you. I'm I, I'm with you because ain't nobody on here, you know, a, a well. Not I want to say a well known, but a, like a household name. 
I'll say that. Dwayne Martin, no household so, name yeah. either. He's just Will Smith French. But he been around long enough. I so, you know. doing, man. Get the fuck out of here. Go away. Oh, Go away. Okay. How's Jada? The kids. You know he called it big for this job. Get out of here. What's your next? What, what's next? I'm mad. Uh, well, I like Attorney Steven. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Adrian, Uncle Phil. This, I may be the only one. <laughs> He's called. But, right. This nigga, that's why that's his daddy shit. He is Tay Diggs. The more I watch him, the more I see Tay Diggs in the way that he acts. His mannerisms, like this nigga is Tay Diggs. So I wonder if Adrian is like a theater kid or if he's done work in theater because everything about him reads Tay Diggs to me. Um, well, when I seen Hillary Tower above him, I was like, man, they sure could have got another guy that could play Uncle Phil. Like, y'all could have found like a, a former basketball player or something. This dude is way too short. Like, I'm looking for his height now, but go yeah, ahead. He's about five nine. Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, chill. <laughs> all all Bro. I'm saying is, I, man, look, I like what he's oh, doing. Man. I think that, mm-hmm. I think that, um, I think the 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 gentleman playing Uncle Field is doing. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's acting his butt off. He ain't. He's five eleven, nigga. He's five nine, five eleven, same thing. Oh. Um. <laughs> the fuck? He ain't got no presence, bro. I'm sorry, Uncle Phil. Can't you think he's too soft spoken, or he just doesn't have the energy? Uncle needed? Phil, for all intents and purposes, and I'm not saying this to be funny. I'm saying this because it's real. Uncle Phil was the biggest dude in the room, and I mean by presence, I mean by stature. I mean when Uncle Phil was. Doing scenes, bro. I just, I'm not trying to get James Avery back. I know. RIP to Uncle Phil. Mm. All I'm saying is this guy is just, maybe it's his height. I don't know what it is. He be saying stuff, and I'll be like, oh, okay. But then Coco Jones, uh, Hillary will stand up and just look down and be like, all right, hey. dad. Like, you can pack my stuff. And he was like, all right, no problem. Man, fuck we just you, bro. don't have a presence. <laughs> and if I'm being if I'm being completely honest, also, I don't mm-hmm. like his storyline of of running for a district attorney. Like, I'm just not feeling it. Why not? I, I just don't. I would rather for him. I think it would it would fare a whole lot better because eventually Uncle Phil became a judge. Um, I really mm-hmm. wish they would have started the episode out with this Philip Banks already being a judge and trying to move into something more. I, because I mm-mm. feel like when um, when Uncle Phil became a judge, he had more problems then than he was when he was a lawyer at the firm or he was a partner at the firm. I think if you if you really wanted to keep the dramatic part of it, I think being a judge mm-hmm. in Los Angeles is, is about as dramatic as you possibly can. I just... I don't like his storyline. I don't like his. I don't like his storyline. I, I know, know he's acting his butt off, but I, I just the dude ain't doing it for me. If he's if I had a least favorite character, he's like my least favorite character on this show. Okay, that's fair. Um, I don't agree about the judge thing. I do. I can see he's going to clearly end up being a judge, but I like this idea that dealing with politics 
is what's putting the family like in the spotlight. Like it's okay, you black and elite, sure. But like him going on this damn because him being a judge, we could still have all the same storylines and I think they would still be as important. But knowing that they're going to be in the spotlight, knowing that Ashley is possibly queer, Hillary's in an influencer house where anything could happen, Will with the gun charge, Carlton with the damn anxiety drugs, like I I like that idea of this House of Cards, Game of Thrones backdrop of, like, political... And then Jeffrey, like, this nigga is clearly a hitman. So, like, I don't know. I, I think it would still be as important if he was a judge, but I like the idea of being a politician and having to meet with people and being on a campaign run, especially as a black man, regardless of where you fall on your political scale. I like this black man actively in politics showing just as much stress and bullshit as you would get from Frank Underwood in, in House yeah. of Cards. And for anyone offended, forgive me, I keep referencing House of Cards because that's the only political drama that comes to mind I first. Don't but myself, so it makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and and ones that were dark enough where it wasn't no, you know, sitcom on network TV. This was Netflix in their bag, like we killing niggas and we taking over elections. <laughs> so yeah. Um but I like I I like I like that, but just the actor, Adrian, there's something very, very Tay Diggs about him to me. And I, I think it's the theater. I think that's what it is. Yeah. He, in that white t-shirt, like, nigga, why are you wearing a white t-shirt? Uncle Phil should always have on a blazer. Or, or a even cardigan. when you are in the shower Or a cardigan. Something. Like, nigga, do not wear a t-shirt. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he's um They won't they won't do interesting. Women, what they about the women to go crazy over Uncle Phil if he got that white t shirt on? Like, Ooh, he's so mm. Hey, and that shit was crisp. They just pulled it out before they hit uh action because that shit was bright as the fuck. Man, so I was like, God damn nigga, that don't hurt. <laughs> damn fresh white tea. Right. Um yeah, what about you, man? What you got on your list? Enter though? will she won't she? Enter oh my Michael God. Come E. On. As he as as smooth as the upside uh, of a, of a of a ice cream cone, pillow? that nigga was gliding okay. like Dracula through that hole. He, bro, I was just finna say uh, Blade and uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. He yes, slide through yes. that little gallery. I was like, oh, I, hey. the first thing I said, what well, I didn't even have to, I didn't even have to hit a conversation. All I had to do was see Michael Ely, and I was like, oh, he trying to hit that. Mm-hmm. He trying to get it. Mm-hmm. I said they ain't got to They mm-hmm. ain't got to make no conversation. Now I know a lot of listeners are like, why are you so mad about Dwayne Martin, but you ain't mad about Michael Ealy? Well, I think Michael Ealy is not as big as an actor as Dwayne Martin is, and he ain't Will Smith's best friend. He ain't calling in favors. I think Michael Ealy was and on his merit, and he wouldn't be. He may be reoccurring, but he's not the same degree of character that Steven is. Steven is this nigga's right hand man for the campaign. Michael occupies a whole nother space where he is like, let's get this 90s R&B neo-soul love going on. (laughs) So, So, yeah. Now, since you brought Michael Ely in, and he so subtly does these little things like (laughs) Vivian, Vivian, so I forgot what her original name is. Oh, uh, yeah, Smith. Smith. I mean, Smith. You should let me hit that. You should let me. You should show me what you got. Okay. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. But here's the question: Since we are more dramatic, come on. 
and this is not the comedy version because of course if it was a comedy version if this was the 90s verse mm-hmm. Prince, it would be some kind of comedic thing and Uncle Phil would show up and be like this mm-hmm. is my woman and he'd be like oh mm-hmm. I feel okay speculating come on and speculation is way better come than on. the truth I feel like oh. because they've built this up as Vivian hates this election she's trying to re-get into art and be an artist again I really feel like she's going to cheat on Uncle Phil. I feel like she's going to fall for the season. Yeah, I've, I've been good. Michael Ely was gliding. He was gliding with that wine and his boots on. He was gliding. He, this is your space, Vivian. This is, I just want to see what you have. Show me everything that you got. I said, oh, mm-hmm. he finished. Now, Show me your blood. Is, <laughs> hold on. Wait. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is, is Vivian going to say, I'm so stressed out and I'm so tired of this whole election. It's just so stressful. I just want to be able to be taken away. And he was like, well, maybe you can be taken away with me. And then Michael Easley going to get that thing. And then well, have Philip Banks deal with Vivian, deal with Vivian and cheating. cheating. Mm-hmm. If y'all going to do it, if y'all are going to, if y'all going to make this drama feel, Nothing's more dominant a a spouse who has been well infidelity in the in the marriage. Yeah. Well, this is why I'm still on the idea that there's going to be a light skin unveil, not in the way that we got her in the '90s, but unless Michael Ealy is light skin unveil, and the idea that somebody because remember my idea, my thought was okay, Phil is going to be unfaithful and end up with. Uh, some light-skinned woman, and I've, I've, I focus on her complexion because of the drama behind light-skinned, dark-skinned unveiled, not because of, you know, any preference or anything, but Michael Evie could maybe take up that space where I initially thought it would be Uncle Phil stepping out, and, and she might not, but this, I'll say this much, that movie Really Love with Kofi Cerebo, that was this movie in one scene, and it was much better than that entire movie. <laughs> I'm gonna say that I'm not even gonna hold you. Like the the ending where he was like, "What about this?" and she's like, "Oh, this too minimalist for me." I don't. He's like, "No, nigga, this for you." That like that whole scene was so much better she's than that movie. Really love. Like, if you, I don't know if I can. Mm-hmm. Oh, you ready? You ready for that? He was like, "Hey, you gonna sit on my lap, young yeah. lady, and you gonna do this painting together?" She was in her um. Uh, she's got to have it bag this episode with her painting. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-uh. I, so, that's why I, so, I, I sense this is clearly no disrespect to anybody. Don't take this the wrong way. I'm just joking on here before y'all get up in arms. But clearly this is a show mm-hmm. for the dark-skinned people. That's why I'm petitioning. If we get Michael Lee, I'm petitioning to go ahead and get my main man, Terrence Howard, to be Will's dad. Come on, y'all. Hey. I just want uh, just one more light skin guy to be up in here because I'm, yeah. <laughs> you need that representation, <laughs> nigga. Because <Yeah. laughs> what? Um, Lisa, daddy ain't enough, and he ain't even he more brown if anything. So yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Will carrying it for the light yeah. skin. So let's just get one more light skin mm. brother up in here. And if, <laughs> if we're gonna get light skin, let's get um he if he ain't the king, he's he's second in command. He's a he's the head of. He's, He's the head of state of the light skin. Of the light skin. I mean, uh, the chief of staff for the light skin is Terrence Howard. You know, the king of the light skin is his drink. Get, 
I mean, <laughs> ugh, right. It ain't. It, wait, wait. It ain't uh, Shamar. Wait, is Shamar biracial or is he light skinned black? Shamar, who? More. That nigga's a—he's the Joker. Don't nobody respect Shamar. Yo, <laughs> he said the Joker, bro. You are terrible. Okay, no, nah, that's. I like where they're going with this. I want. I want mm-hmm. infidelity. I want Vic to step yeah. out on Philip because I need a season three. They're going through a lot of storylines from the from the nineties verse kind of fast, and. I'm not saying that they don't have but, content to go through season three because they mm-hmm. get to a season three. But what I'm saying is, if we're gonna mix it up, if we're gonna shake up, shake, if we're gonna shake the show up and say this is not, this is not your Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and Viv got to step out. She got to step out, and I, I don't see why the gallery, why Michael Ely couldn't be the man. Yeah, because I mean he's clearly, you know. I don't know a daywalker. So yeah, I'm I'm with it. He was I'm smooth. with it. I, hey, he I was, was smooth. Bro. Yes, yes. And the thing is, he I never saw Michael Ely in that light. Um, I remember that watching horrible, him on Barbershop, and I was a kid. Movies now. <laughs> no, no, it's not even that. It's just like you know, how you see someone, and you're like, okay, they're attractive. I could picture them in this role. Like for me, he's never. He's I've I've recognize that that is an attractive person but i've never to me saw him as a sex symbol as smooth as like any of that and even in the perfect guy i enjoyed him in that movie but i was never like oh yeah i i see how he got you and now he got you going crazy Hmm? still no because for me and i don't think this is necessarily a queer perspective but i've always recognized him as an attractive man but I've never seen him as a sex symbol. And, and this could come down to taste, too. Um, because for me, though he is much older and doesn't look like he did when he was younger, was homeboy Allstate guy who was Whitney Houston's I, boot I in um, Way to Exhale? Uh, to me, him, he's more of... and not, Okay, this is going to be... I'm telling my business. But he's more of a, uh, a person who's like regal, sexy to me. I never saw Michael Ely that way, but the way that they're portraying him here in combination with like some of his roles in the past, hindsight being 2020, I could see it. I'm like, all right, I could see you a couple years from now, maybe get a little gray in your, in your beard and keep taking roles like this. And I can see, but you know, again, it, it could come down to taste. It could just be that. But, um, this is the first time I was like, okay, nigga, I yeah, see you. Too. I see you. Yeah, so glad. Like I said, that's floating through the motherfucker. I was like, that. Bro, that was that was Terrence Howard from uh, Best Man. That's what that was. Yeah, Vivian Smith. I mean, I'm I'm ready. Right, I'm ready to see them because I know it's coming. A scene where they are painting Mm -hmm. together, and they getting dirty. And he hold her from behind. I don't care how corny or cheesy it is. And he kiss her neck while she, or even if it's a dream sequence, and she like, oh, oh, Phil, he hey, like, what's up? Yeah. He was just like, it doesn't matter tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not bitch. No, <laughs> you made to this painting ass. No, but that's yeah, that's gonna be and something. A, I like they that. They clearly have a bit of a past somewhere. Mm-hmm. From when they were in college. 
Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm trying to piece together their past. And my, my impression is that I don't know if her and Phil went to the same school, but I know a lot of her friends were from college, sorority sisters and shit, and her art collective that she was a part of that she didn't want to be at the time are also from around college, graduating college area. I like so this. this shit is I like this. Cool. I like this. I like this. Yeah. What you got? I'm ready. That art gallery was fucking beautiful. Yeah, it like, was it was fly. Oof, it was but, fly as hell. I was like, yo, this is kinda dope. I, mm-hmm. I like that. It was perfect for Michael. Um something for what it was perfect for Michael Ely's character. Yeah. In his cave. Um one thing I did like, and I, I focus on this a lot in shows, is the continuity. We have, in in the show's continuity, it's probably a month that's gone by, but it's been two weeks since episode three, Yamacraw. And Viv mentioned that on a call with uh, with Vi, and she was like, look, two weeks ago, we'll talk to such and such at the Alpha event, this and that, and I like that they're like grounding the continuity somewhere because you could easily with a sitcom or a show that's week to week think that you know two four five six weeks then went by and i like that this minor is maybe my nerve brain going on but i like that we are grounded in this is two weeks from episode three um i i, I just like that i like the the continuity uh and then I, it has to have it has to be a week from from episode four then because we'll that's a week later. No, what was Yama? It was a week Kerr? later. Okay, yeah, he, yeah. So I wonder if, mm-hmm. yeah, that's 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 what I was getting at. So I'm wondering if the episodes will literally be a week in continuity and a week released. But um, I did like that. I did like that. Um, uh, for me, uh, Hillary and the influencer dinner. That shit was intense it was i think i thought that was done really well um a quick aside i loved will's fit it was that navy blue with that orange stripe when i like when i see male characters they're so quick to just throw you in a suit and that's fine men look nice in suits but like that outfit was so nice and so different in a way that Hillary's clothes are nice and the way that like a fashionable woman is nice on screen and I just like this is so much different than like a peacoat and a nice suit and some Chelsea boots like brunch gay this is a nice fit so um but yeah I enjoyed the entirety of the um influencer dinner and to kind of focus more on what I got from it I love that we now have another cast of characters where we can give Hillary a storyline that does not involve her family she can have her own drama her own mix-ups her own back and forth of course the family will be involved but she's not it's not oh me and my mama going back and forth me and my mama mad because I did this I like that she has her own world to exist Mm -hmm. in where we can get a full fleshed out storyline and you know be like okay what's gonna happen next I've never lived in an influencer house I don't know you out there if you have any of you guys out there but like what does that look like and what does that look like to a black woman influencer in a house full of white non-black people and two black men it's multicultural Mm -hmm. which I think is was a I think that was a good touch I think it being multicultural worked because you have white guy Asian girl um 
someone who was a day in a non-binary yeah, non-binary. person mm-hmm. and then you got two black dudes and then you have the black woman so mm-hmm. i think that it's a good mix i think because of their mm-hmm. the different things that they do um influencer wise mm-hmm. i think that's dope you know what i'm saying like i think it's a good mixture of all these different types of people and i think putting them in this house together yeah. It's gonna. I think it's gonna. To me, it's of course it's gonna be a little bit of chaos, especially with the two, uh, the mm-hmm. two brothers, <laughs> the prankster. <laughs> and I think, Yo. I think, I think that um, Hillary has to learn to adapt because she's been kind of mm-hmm. like in this pool house for like this guest house for all this time, and now she's got to share a space mm-hmm. with people who, for the most part, she doesn't really know, but they just do the same type of job. So she's kind of living with co-workers. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be interesting but, for yeah. her, her the way I'm ready. Adapt. I think it's going to be really good. And I'm ready. I think we're going to see how this affects. That's why I love how why this, I love how the show is set now and they're they're adapting. Mm-hmm. I want to see how it affects her content. Her being a content mm-hmm. and being an influencer. How mm-hmm. is living in this house mm-hmm. with all this 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 with all these different influencers? How is that going to help her? How is it going to hurt her? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, where are we going with this? Yeah. I, I'm I'm excited to see where they go with it. I I I like it. Okay, initially I did not. When I saw her um, interviewing or being interviewed by the houses last episode, I did not like it at all. But at the dinner, what clicked for me is that there is so much content, even outside of this show, where it's like, oh, look at, you know, these kids in high school, and then they go off to college, and this and that. This is a way of, one, showing a different um, career path that is very common now, and it's showing it in a way that I think will, uh, much like representation of queer folks, differently able and whatnot, I think showing this black girl in this space, because I'm sure, though I knew about influencer houses, and I just don't know how they're run. I'm sure there's tons of folks our age and older who don't even know what the fucking influencer yeah. house is. So I like that it's bringing that to the forefront. But also, you get the traditional college experience that you would get on any other TV show without having to put her firmly in exactly. school. That's not necessary. And when we already have so many shows that do address that, I think that's also important. But I love that now there is, in my head cannon some group of parents in the midwest who kid would be on youtube all day and they hate it but then they see this show and they're like oh maybe this is the thing or maybe it gets them to kind of looking into it a little bit more um and i know that's very dramatic but i just feel like much like with Issa Rae and insecure with dro and his polyamorous relationship that's something that people forever say oh black people don't do that yes the fuck we do so I just like that these different career paths, these alternative ways of making money are being pushed in our faces um, in a way that makes sense. You're still going to see the drama, no doubt. But I just I love that Hillary is here in this influencer house. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just like, first of all, Coco, I am so in love with this girl that I just would like to hold her hand. I would like to carry her books to her next class. <laughs> I would like to, I don't know, organize her heels for her. I would love to run a bet. Like, I am really in love with Coco so Jones. Not no stalker shit. Hey, but listen, when she is on screen, I... Well, that's the thing, too, about about 
again, I said it last episode. She actually makes the Hillary character like really interesting, and I and it's, it's beyond Very. like how she looks, of course. The whole dynamic, mm-hmm. man, with her and Aunt Viv, like, hug. Yeah. Man, I was like, finally, man. I was like, just like yeah. don't worry, ma. It ain't none of my stuff. And she was like, is that what you think of me? I just think that mm-hmm. I love. <sighs> Here we go. We don't all the time get um, the, the, the mother-daughter black dynamic um, in this type of way. Not all the time. And... When we do it, it it also it's so it sometimes it comes off as very um, um, venomous or you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I like that we got to it. We're we're at a place where Vivian is like, I respect you and I love you and I'm proud of you. And we got to a point where Coco like she didn't even finish her sentencing and Coco just like I mean yeah. Hillary just hugged her and I was just like, see what I'm saying? Man, I mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Like I just I yeah. like those types of things. I like Coco. Sorry, Hillary. Nine Come on, episodes. Nah. Um, with the from the very beginning when she was talking to Uncle Phil and she was just like, "Don't forget to like mm-hmm. pack the boxes this way." And he was like, "Why don't you do it?" And then he stood up and she looked down and was like, "Hey, like here's your bottle." But then, <laughs> shut up, nigga. <laughs> Her, that interaction, the interaction she had with Will about Will, um, making the decision to stay or not, and pointing. Yes, the interaction yes. that she had with Ashley and telling Ashley like, "Hey, you're twelve who cares oh it's okay i love you and the interaction that she had with vivian which is man you ain't never proud of me and she was like baby i'm always proud of you and their interaction i think hillary sean she is she's my second favorite character on this show next to will i think mm-hmm. will or jabari banks is is killing his role um yeah we're not really talking about him a lot this episode because it was really a whole lot of side stuff that was going on um, yes, expertly was, done side shit. Yeah, he is more and more will the real real. He is more and more the real Will Smith to me every time I watch this show. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Hillary is such a I I really love her storyline and I I think I think I think Hillary's like one of the best characters on here and and I'm, yes. I'm super excited yes. to see how I, I'm just I'm very invested in her storyline. Same, same. Coco is, she is killing it. Like, this is minor, but when her and Ashley were speaking, and Ashley said the little girl's name, I don't know, Janita? What was that girl's name? (laughs) Ulietta? It was somewhere to Jay. But Hillary's express, oh my God. I I ain't going to hold you. I was almost in tears. Because the way she, the shock hit her, and she immediately, like, adjusted like it's like being an adult not even being an adult but just like processing something really quickly and understanding like okay the next few seconds matter this matters a lot and oh my god i was like the care that she handled yeah. this fucking girl oh my well god and it, it, it just it just came through very well with absolutely coco is i am like okay i'm noticing <laughs> For those of you who are unaware, there's this thing called diva worship, which is like, uh, to keep a long story short, folks obsessing um, in both good and bad ways over women in positions of power. Like you get it with Beyonce, you get it with Stan culture, Nicki Minaj and stuff like that. And there is a degree of that. I'm sure I'd have to look into it a little bit more. I want to just claim it. But when I watched the 4400, regardless if you like it or not, there's one character, uh, Lady J, who plays uh, Claudette. 
fucking phenomenal. I loved her every time she was on screen. And I'm realizing that's what Hillary is on this show for me. When Hillary steps on screen, I don't care what she's doing. My attention goes to her. She's a phenomenal actress. She brings. She has the presence. She is um, getting with everybody on the show. Getting with like I'm not backing down from anything. And I, I just I'm a, I'm obsessed. And it may be a bit of diva worship. I'm, well, let me look that up before I start claiming that shit. It, it might be a little bit. <laughs> ah, I worship that girl. No, <laughs> but no, she's. Hey, hey, nigga. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm very much a fan, and I like how different the siblings' personalities are. Um, what I do want more of, though, are the Banks kids together. The first episode when we got them in that room, and they were like, "Oh, should we bring Will?" He was like, "No, you we're Carlton. What it was some? I know it was like to establish who they were, but he was like, we're you know black excellence. It's us. We're the Banks. Blah blah. Whatever. Like that scene." With those three was like so beautiful. I'm like, look at these little motherfuckers. I want, I want at least a few more like that before the season is over. That's what I want. Um, what you got, Nick? Carlton's, I guess, trying to get back with Lisa. Maybe. I'm kind of conf- okay. So I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of confused. Like, what's Carlton's end game with everything? He, I, I, he, no, he does want Lisa. Cause remember, Connor even said this idea of you trying to play hard to get and she'll eventually come around. And that wasn't it verbatim, but she'll eventually come around. Like that's the plan that was set in motion before episode one started. So when Will came in, that kind of rushed his timeline. So I think him finding out about the gun charge, putting that over Will as blackmail, just helped him be a little bit more aggressive knowing that he didn't have the competition. So I'm 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 just kind of confused on some stuff with Carlton. Mm-hmm. Like the character, think the character's cool, he is a hateable villain. But is his end game mm-hmm. like Lisa or is his end game maintaining his popularity at school? Both. But I think Lisa has always been, like, he's popular no matter what. He's the token nigga. He knows all these motherfuckers. What's different is he had Lisa once. He doesn't have her anymore, but he's still popular. My The way I interpret it is he always wanted Lisa. And Will, being the outside person, was the only thing that would get in his way because ain't no other nigga at the school finna step to her. One, because she's poor, and two, because she's here. I mean, I mean, even white dudes, like, you know, they got their pick of, you know, Becky, whoever. But even if they were going to be with a black girl, why would they step to Carlton's when he's the big nigga on, char- in, on campus? It's, it's so. just kind of confusing because he's going through the thing. I think I'm confused on his, I guess, what his end game is. I'm confused about it because he's going through, like, extreme means to, like, kind of just destroy Will. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, well, is it because of... Mm. I mean, the whole thing with him and his dad. Like, he finds out about the gun charge and what his dad did. He was mm-hmm. like, he was like, yeah, like, my word means something. And I'm like, okay, nigga, like, it's cool. Chill out. Or hey, no. stay away from Lisa. Uh, you keep your... your honest yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Previous to this episode, what I'm saying, previous to mm-hmm. this episode, you've done all of these things, like set him up with drugs or... No, Connor did that. He was a part of the team, bro. No, 
but I'm splitting hairs with that because I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think that Carlton, I think everything he's done is in line with Carlton. And the fact that though he didn't plant the drugs, he did help cover it up. I think that was to save his own ass. It wasn't necessarily like get back at will because I don't feel like he would have ever went that far. But I just feel like he's doing a lot of extreme type of behavior towards Will over Lisa, who I guess Lisa likes him, likes Will, but she they're not going to. I don't think they're going to cross that line. That could be me. I do. But I'm just I just don't know what his motivation is. I and it could because mm. Lisa clearly she has not given him any type of leeway to say you can talk to me still or I'm still here for you. She always yes she did. Yes she did when they were at the the picnic table with the little planting stuff. They're planting her mom's like she she's she's friendly with him. They used to they used to date and they're Cole. they're in high they're they're in high school and they used to date each other and she probably dunked on him a you, couple times because she is towering above him as well. Like, I know she can. Yeah. I know she But my thing is, Cole, you can't in the same breath mention the Trey stuff and about, oh, they kids, and you wouldn't think to tell nobody, you know, this shit when you pick them up from the airport. But then in the same breath, look at all of Carlton's behavior in addition to him doing this Adderall shit and his hatred towards Will being reignited with the uh, confession of the gun. You can't look at all that and honestly think that, He's going to extremes, and this is out of character. This nigga. I didn't say it was out of character. Just, for me, I think that's real. That's I think some of this stuff. Is but it's extreme. in line. I, I mean, I, but it's in line with the other shit he's done. But I think for me, I'm just saying like Will and Lisa ain't really gonna ain't a thing right now. Mm-hmm. They're cool, and they're cool right, right, because right. of circumstances. They're cool because they both poor. They're cool because nobody talking to him in school. And it wasn't mm-hmm. like he knew. And then when he knew, they still was just like, "Well, we we just cool, man." Like, I, they I know they kind of. But from the outside looking in, he's on fucking drugs. He's a fucking cokehead. That, Cole, that's even more of a reason why. Yes, this would happen. I, this nigga. Yes, you're in because you he's just like he's like you stay out of my way at home and in school. I'm like, well. Damn, nigga, like, this is the same place because that I'm you, at. What you want me to do? And then we'll fall in But you, you're taking my life. You're taking my no. life. And you're taking the integrity of my... Play, fa- Cole, you are... Will plays basketball. Oh, my God. Will, Will just got there three weeks ago. And it ain't his fault that he was you, he's from the hood and he knows how to keep a gun. Bro. It's not his fault that you, he... That Will nigga. is just like, hey, I need to win this election and I... Don't sit there and act like, let's be honest for a fucking second here. That's not like Come um, on. Phil, Philip Banks. This Philip Banks wasn't using Will Smith as a charity case for his. his That's not. Oh my God. That is you. Okay, I'm going to let you, you know finish saying? because this is you frustrating me. No, I get it. He Will got placed Cole. in a. Will got put in a situation <laughs> here. At, this nigga came from the fucking hood out of nowhere and was just like, he didn't oh even ask God. to come here. So that's why I'm, I'm just trying Bro. to figure out: is, Does he want Will to like go back to Philly? Does he just want him to stop talking to his uh, girl? Like, does he just? <laughs> what is it? Cole, Cole, they have established that Will is taking his life no, from his perspective. No, yes, they have. Bro, we oh, sat here and watched Carlton, it. The family Carlton is still the Come president on. of the class president. 
He's still the most popular in school. Stop doing fucking drugs and maybe you'll be able to be okay. Nigga. Okay, listeners. Use the hashtag POFPod and let us know. Like, Cole, nobody said it was Will's fault. Nobody. Y'all's fucking basketball team sucked until this nigga came in and Bro, nobody is saying that, nigga. <laughs> Cole is mad, bro. It's Will's fault that he can hoop. Nobody, nobody said. Okay, I don't see no motherfucking recruits or no scouts coming to no fucking lacrosse game around this bitch. You fucking. You're sitting here proving his point, bro. You're proving his point. Nobody's saying that this is rational. Nobody's saying this is rational. No, I'm not arguing that that Carlton is right. What I'm saying is the show has set up that this man is moving in on his life. You've moved into his turf. You've moved in. But you're not about to sit here and tell me if we being fucking real for a fucking second, nigga. You watch episodes. Cole, you focusing on shit that don't matter. President, we ain't worried about that. This man has showed up out the... Listen, I, I'm, I'm telling you from, from Carlton's point of view, I'm this rich black kid. I have a comfortable life. This outside force who is so totally different from me pops up. I know in the back of my head this isn't just for school. You pop up, you catch the attention of my girl who I am currently... Don't I ain't fuck with her. I'm trying to get her back. You pop up at school, you become just as popular as me or close to by joining basketball. Oh, I thought you would fail. When I, in three weeks, dog. It, okay, but you're still getting the status that I never thought you would because you're this poor ho- hood boy from Philly and I don't like you. Also, now that you have this particular status because of basketball, I'm getting pushed to the side. Like, my family is spending their time here with you. I am... This person who's so used to my family that when I look up in the stands playing my lacrosse game and they're not there, I'm shook. I go to your game where they were supposed to be with me for the second half. They're gone. Lisa has your attention. My family has your attention. I come outside at the, at the at, I don't know, whatever night that was, and you're playing basketball with my dad, and he's all up on you doing shit with you that I'm sure the dad never played lacrosse with Carlton. I'm not saying that Carlton is rational. What I'm saying is the show has already established that he is viewing Will as someone who's taking his space or taking up space away from him. Even at the Yamacra episode with the Alphas, he's sitting here complaining of being an asshole. Will's... Will has a different attitude and is being accepted in a way that Carlson hasn't. So I don't think I don't think it's rational at all. But what I'm saying is it makes total sense that he would then say, stay away from Lisa because I have this leverage over you, knowing that you and my dad committed this crime. That's what I'm saying. I, I ain't trying to change your mind. I'm just saying that your daddy nigga. I just he Right, but if I already have oh, they brought me here. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't, he didn't he but didn't that doesn't matter either. to a kid. I know it don't. And Carlton didn't either. Carlton didn't ask for it either. And we see he's an asshole. He's a dick. He's an asshole. That's, that's, that's not what I'm. I'm not questioning that. I'm not questioning that. Mm-hmm. What I'm questioning, I don't know what the. I don't know what his end game is. Like, is it Lisa or is it his? Well, you, well, you said it's both. It's his popularity and it. Yeah, I think it's status quo. That's but what it I is because the wheel is shaking up your for shit. Three weeks. All I did, but three weeks to a kid in high school—that's different from an okay. adult, man. Three weeks, a lot of shit can happen, though. Like we, 
you know, so I I feel you too, but I'm just like, as a kid, you know, I just feel like he do some extreme spe- shit sometimes, and I'm just like, yo, nigga, like, I don't, ca- I get it, you're gonna do things because, yeah. it, but dial it back to like five, nigga, like you. But that's not his character. Adderall in my, you put it, you put coke in my bag. But that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's but that's his like that's consistent with that character. Now, if if Hillary did that shit, you'd be like, what the fuck is she doing? Hell, even if um Trey did that, you'd be like, wait, nigga, this ain't you. But that's him on the basketball team. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo. So you know, I I just think that's in line with the character. I don't think he's done anything out of what we've established him to be so far. All I'm saying Hmm? is. He's doing some extreme things for an end game that I don't know. I don't know what his end game is. That's all I'm saying. I don't mm-hmm. know. Okay, no, no. It's it's like it's the ultimate. <laughs> is the ultimate goal to keep him away from Lisa and keep him in Bel Air, or is the ultimate goal see, is to send him back to Philly? See, my impression before this episode was that he wanted status quo. He wanted to just be how shit was knowing that will was here forever now it was like live in harmony but still let me do my thing because i felt like he was warming up to will but the revelation that trey gave him that your dad was involved in getting a gun charge off of will showed that will is taking over it you know regardless of how you feel will is moving his way into my life and he's now exposing the not so moral behavior of someone who I look up to and have looked up to my entire life, who I was also just two episodes stressed about because I thought, you know, Will was getting a part of him that I didn't get. And it's like, so I get that his world is fucked up. So for him to be like, don't talk to Lisa and don't talk to me. It's, I felt like he was going on that harmony route until Trey ran his mouth. And now, and even he back to episode one. And just like from the nineties <laughs> verse, same thing. Like Trey was kind of going in on Carlton, and Will was like, "Hey man, he got his own. He got his own swag. Leave him alone." Yep, yep. I love that. That was a good. It was really short, but that was a good scene. I just I wanted like, to know. Now there is something super smart that Carlton did that I applauded, and I was just like, "Way to go, come Carlton!" On. He did not go to that D Smoke concert because who who goes who goes to see D Smoke? Who the fuck? I don't even know who that exactly. is. <laughs> is that a yeah, real person? That's not a character a on the show. Rapper. Yo, yo, listen. When I was tweeting, this how much I don't know who that is. I was like, oh, that this universe's version of Pop Smoke. Like no. they wanted to play off names. I know people looking at my tweets like, nigga, you are dumb. I don't know who this he is. Won a, he won a um <laughs> a contest. It was a Netflix show, and he was the winner of that Netflix show. Mm. And he actually. He actually, hmm. he, I think he's got two albums out, but he's he's Kendrick okay. Lamar. He's Diet Kendrick Lamar. Nigga, I didn't know he was a yeah. real person. I thought this was a celebrity for the nah. show. He real? Oh, this is embarrassing. I no, thought this I, I, was I, made I, I up. See, y'all can find no, y'all can find Tiger or somebody else other than in L.A. Right? Oh, in LA. Y'all could have went to go see other than D Smoke, and then, and. I know good and damn well them two Philly niggas was not excited about going to see no fucking D Smoke. Kiss my black ass. Uh, I mean, maybe D Smoke was the act that they could afford for this show. <laughs> Just like Dwayne one. Mark was affordable. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? How would you have felt if uh, Steven would have been D Smoke? <laughs> <laughs> 
you're that guy from all of us. No, I, <laughs> I used to watch your show in syndication as, as an elementary. Yeah, okay. um, but yeah, I didn't know that was a real person. Hey, get the fuck out of here. I don't know why I like that nigga. I don't. I'm not a fan. I, I mean, but. And I've listened to both his albums. More people are going to know about him. Right. Die Kendrick. No, he got. He actually <laughs> got nominated. All no bullshit. He got nominated for a Grammy. Oh, cool. Well, that shit. That's I mean, something. I don't see how, but yeah. Oh. He smoke. Yo. Smoke. No, yeah. nigga. Y'all need. Y'all could find a different rapper other than. I guess that was the only person who. I'm really mad. Nobody didn't point this out because I literally said, "Is D Smoke supposed to be a Pop Smoke variant?" Man, this is emotional damage. So, I don't necessarily have anything else. We've already covered the Trey leaving um, thing. Um, so, unless you have something, um, I do, and it pertains to Carlton. Um, aside from him discovering the thing, the confession from Trey. Do you think, and I know how you feel about him, but do you think that he is, like, do you sympathize with some of his, um, like, stress from this situation? On, not Trey? just Will, but, like, learning. No, 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 not Trey. Uh, specifically Carlton, because I know he's a privileged black boy and he had, you know, arrogant. But do you, like, does anything that he mentioned, however his delivery, however crude, does it, resonate or do you we're starting to learn more about him like we find out that he has um anxiety um social anxiety Mm -hmm. so i think Mm -hmm. i think what they're gonna do what a lot of shows do they paint the bad guy first they Mm -hmm. paint the bad guy first and then they make Mm -hmm. you not like him like oh i don't like that 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 carlton yeah and then they start unraveling things and they start piece by piece showing you why they are the way they are which probably mm-hmm. by the end of the of the season, we're probably going to be because I th- this guy this season this season got to end with the with an intervention for me. I mm-hmm. feel like they got to do the intervention mm-hmm. towards the end of the season for Carlton. Like I think he's going to fly off the hand. Like everything was cool this episode, but I really feel like something's going to like push him or something's going to move him in a different yeah. way because you know, of overdose, what happened know. with Will and Trey. And I think I think. Carlton might push a button or something like because Will ain't honestly Lisa like really like other than jazz and jazz grown with a whole business out here in the street his only friend is um Lisa you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying so Mm -hmm. after this whole situation with with Trey he gotta have a friend to talk to and the only other person he got he can talk to is Lisa Hillary's moved out um, Ashley's twelve. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Carlton don't like him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can't talk to his parents. Yeah. Lisa's the only person that's gonna push Carlton into some craziness. We gotta end the episode on an intervention. We gotta we gotta end the episode on Carlton ODing somewhere. The season or the, the episode? Season. I'm sorry. Mm, well, mm, I, that's interesting because I thought we were gonna end the season with. Some light skinned man showing up at the front door who's Will's daddy. That's what I figured we were leading up to, but you might be right. No, nah, we're right. Or that might getting, be the. We're the we not getting this farther until season two. Like, that's a see That's that's going to be the mm-hmm. season two storyline. Well, you don't want me, man. Yeah. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. I guess my, my last, like, big question is um, I guess who made you 
the saddest because there was a lot of sadness in this episode. <laughs> Did anybody make you like, damn, nigga? I think <laughs> like, the, the the Trey the Trey and Will um, final scene choked choke me yeah. up, man. Because I've been like I said, I've been mm-hmm. in that situation before, and I've I've lost friends. Yeah. I've lost friends in my past because of my growth. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it you can't be. Sometimes you have friends who can't accept you as the, a person who evolves into something different, or who understands mm-hmm, that there's mm-hmm. something else out there that you can't do no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Some people can't accept that, and and mm-hmm. when you know you have to, for all intents and purposes, have to end. The friendship, the way it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Will and Trey yeah. are still gonna be cool, but it ain't gonna be what it was no more. And once you get to that point with somebody who you've been cool with for a long time and understands you and been there for you and so so on and so forth, like it's hard, man. Like that, but that scene, their whole conversation, them standing next to each other, like crying and just kind of like. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, man, you ain't gotta go. And he was just like, mm-hmm. I, I do gotta go. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. whole situation. Like I've been through that, and it it choked me mm-hmm. up, and it made me think of some stuff from my past. And I was just like, man, I've been there, bro, and I know how how it yeah. is. So yeah, that 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 final scene, that last scene, really got to me. That's wild, man. No, I'm, I'm with it. Um, it was the mom scene for me that really hit because I remember going away to school and like my mom was like she was trying to hold it together but she was like it was I don't know it, it just that what gave me a flashback I was like shit nigga my mom was like you know you gotta go but oh it was oh god okay um lastly for me anyways feel Phil's appearance at the dinner, the influencer dinner, some of that footage got leaked and was on TV, and it it, it was, like, good for him. It was good footage. I'm like, oh, you know, I love my daughter. I want her to be, but whatever. Then they hit him with the anti-police campaign um, shit or whatever. Fuck all that. My question is, and I wonder if they're going to go this route, because that was a conversation that Phil had kind of near the table but not really and that was picked up on camera when is the confession that Trey made at the dinner table going to pop up again because I feel like they're saving that for a little bit later like it may not even be this season it may be next season but something whenever Phil gets really because he said like I'm making waves I'm getting close to winning this that's why they're attacking me and uh, Dwayne was like oh you gotta stay middle of the road no nigga it's too late for that so I think whenever I think I got this job. he gets close hey hey right <laughs> but yeah I think whenever um, whenever we get close to Phil winning or even maybe after he's won this is something in the back pocket. Because they, I remember Hillary specifically saying, do you see the cameras? Will said no. She said, this is where they are because I don't want my influencer friends to think that they have to be on on show or something. Then the, when the footage came out of Phil speaking highly of Hillary, that's why I said, oh, this, this confession is coming out. Like, it's coming out later. Like, it, it might not even be this season, but it's coming out and I'm ready yeah. for it. And Carlton was calm. 
He didn't act a fool. Like everybody, it was so. So it's gonna make that family look bad. That's and what it's it, gonna do. It, it and might. So, it, 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 who knows? It might cost Phil the election. The scholarship. It might cost Will that scholarship too. Whatever he got going on. But I'm interested to see because of the political Game of Thrones backdrop that we have. How is this handled? And like, what is Jeffrey gonna do then? Like, does you know? Because when he find out, will it be too late? So. That's yeah, gonna be I'm. I'm, I'm interested to That's see. That's gonna be a very interesting story. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I didn't even yes, think indeed. about that. Right. Man, so, and I think th- I think it was set up that way so you won't think about it. But when it come back and they show the footage from the table and not the like TV show footage, nigga, I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so that's all I got as far as points from the episode. What, what you got for that's us? It. All right. Um, we doing faves and all that or not? Oh, this your this your world, brother. I live in. Hey, hey. I mean, you know what I'm saying. It seemed kind of mm, to do it on this because like everybody's doing such a good mm. job. But I we could we could do faves. Who's who, who's your your like of this episode specifically? Your like MVP? Oh, I'm I'm going Hillary because she impacted every single Damn. person on the episode, and I thought I will mm-hmm. her interactions. That's let me not say impacted. Her interactions were very well done with every person on the episode this week. I agree. I agree. Um, I, w- I want to go with Hillary as well, uh, but like I also want to put in Ashley. Um, and by Ashley, I mean also the writers because I think they did a really good job with both of her mm-hmm. scenes and being concise and not a whole lot of, um, well, you know, you're too young. You should not like, I thought they did a really good job, but I default to Hillary for the very same reasons you said. Hillary was chef's kiss. Coco, you did that girl. Um, and then I guess would uh, I don't want to do the least favorite. I don't want to do that. No, 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 no. I don't do I, I was going to scene like if a favorite oh. scene. That's the, a scene that stood out. Yeah. Just do them too. Oh, um, Trey leaving. It was close. It was it was close oh. to close to my my heart. So Trey Trey the Trey Trey leaving scene. I, I that's yeah. Oh nigga, that was heavy. That was um for me just because the nostalgia and my feelings, you know, issues and missing my mom. I gotta go with um Will talking to his mom because that that th- this idea that. Your son was only gone temporarily. And so you though you did get to say goodbye, you didn't get to say goodbye. And I know Vi is just like hurt in the heart. And, oh, that was a heavy. Yeah. So him uh, saying goodbye to his mom is like the thing for me. Like, damn. Nigga. Like, sure, he'll see her again. But like, she's like, we're a team. Don't you still need me? I, I almost cried. She cried. Like, subtle too. Yeah, mama, I need you, mama. So yeah, that that's my scene that just kind of broke me. So yeah, favorite character, favorite scene. And listeners, let us know. Use that hashtag P O F five P O F pot, and let us know what was your favorite character and your favorite scene. We ain't doing least on this show. This black excellence show. So yeah. Woo, man. Um, what you got? Let, let these folks know where to find you, support you, and all that yeah, good shit. Yeah, if you want to catch me, you guys can catch me on Twitter at Cole Jackson. Wait. 
Yeah. At Cole Jackson one two, and mm-hmm. then you can catch me on Instagram at Cole Jackson underscore BYNK. And I'm part of the BYNK Podcast Network where you can catch our podcast, Government Name Podcast, every Tuesday um, on all of the DSPs and on BYNKradio.com. I mean, not net. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what's up. And you can find me here where you found me now. Twitter, Carefree Blur, the most immediate way to get in touch with me. Carefree Black Nerd on all other social medias. Email me at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com if you need to say a little bit more. And make sure to put something in the subject to let me know what this shit is about. If it's Bel Air, Prince of Fresh, all that good shit. And um, all the links will be in the show notes, so please check those out. Um, Meet us back here. I'm thinking this will probably go up on Sundays. Yeah, just to give me time for us to record, edit, and all that good shit. So, Sundays, meet us back here again and uh, talk your shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Nigga. All right, so stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay aware of the cameras at your influencer dinner at your family's home. Because you never know what secrets might spill out. <laughs> all right. <laughs>